hi and hello welcome to the planting the seeds show i'm james edward lamb the third your host bringing you seeds from god's word and i want to thank you for joining me today as i plant some seeds into the soil of your heart only to let the holy spirit do the rest how am i going to do that with words of praises scriptures and phrases of course my one and only goal is to do these things for my lord and that is to exhibit him to put my lord on display to show you what i see in him i want to expose him for who he is which is that awesome power he possesses his pure greatness with a capital g because he's that almighty powerful living yes you heard that right i said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you're praising, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimoniously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Father, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day as always when we can have breath in our bodies, sight to our eyes, movement, heart is still beating. It's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day to know that you are our Father, our Lord, and our Savior. So, Lord, we thank you. We're going to give you our praise. We're going to give you all the praise because you deserve it. We're going to give you the praise because you are the one and only superstar. You are the greatest. You are the architect. And you are the greatest. And you are Mr. Intelligent. So, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this because we don't have no room for the devil to entertain the devil because we knock his block off in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we plant seeds, as I plant seeds into the soil of somebody's heart. Holy Spirit, you do the rest. So we thank you. We give your name all the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. So I thank you for joining me today. I thank you for just, I thank God. Let's just thank God. Thank God for another day. It's getting cold outside. The weather is, the temperature is dropping. But still, thank God. Thank God. You put on a, you put on a coat, a jacket, a hooded sweater, some boots, some, some nice corduroy pants. Thank God. Thank God. Yes, summer is gone. But thank God. Thank God. Thank God. And uh, Thanksgiving is on its way. So we got to be in attitude of gratitude. But we should be in attitude of gratitude all the time. Not just one day. Not just when it's the day that they tell us to be thankful. But we should be thankful all the time. <laughs> you know, that's the introduction. Because I got to lead to these. I don't care. Uh, this is show number 102. I don't care. I still got to tell you this. Because Lamentations 3, 23 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness if you was around this time last year about to enter into the the thanksgiving year it's going to be like a thanksgiving christmas new year slide because soon it's going to be christmas after thanksgiving christmas and after christmas new year's and after new year's the new year it's going to be like a big giant reset button and oh who, who do we have to thank for that is God. <laughs> Laminate, Lamentations 3, 23. Right? And the next scripture, it says, 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17. It says, all scriptures is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness. Yes. Not darkness, but righteousness. This book, this book that the God of our salvation gave us, the word of, became flesh and dwelt among us, is only scriptures, is only instructions, is only warnings, is only thing for us, for righteousness. It's not for us to be okay. Yeah, we're going to go there. We're going to walk off the cliff. And No, this is for instructions in righteousness, for right living, for salvation. If you need salvaging, if you need something to be fixed, you read in the scripture about how God can do it, about how Jesus can do anything. He can't fail. If you need to make a decision, you got the Holy Ghost, Mr. Intelligence, I call him, and he's leading you in all instructions of righteousness. And then why? Second Timothy 3, 17, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Yes, 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 yes. Then it says in Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should perish. Or say he should repent, excuse me. Has he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? That means jump right into it. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You can trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Trust him. Trust in the God. I mean, trust in the God who made the universe. Trust in the God who made the water, the clouds, the trees, the, the animals. Trust in the God that made you. See, I think what the problem is, we don't trust in God because we don't believe he's that powerful 
people believe that it's a, a God up there. My neighbor says, I believe it's a bunch. He said, how do you say? He said, I believe it's a God up there, but he don't want to contribute to just one God because he, he don't want it to make it seem like I serve the real true God. It's got to be another God except the one that I serve. And I believe, you know why I believe he said that? And I'm going to go there. I believe he say that because there's a lot of people that say that they're Christians and they don't act like they're Christians. It's a lot of people that say that they are baptized in the blood of the lamb. They're washed in the blood of the lamb. They went down in, in the water and they came up a different person. They don't act like that. They act just like the world they act like what everybody else is doing plus my neighbors that's probably why he's saying it because he probably knows somebody that is professing professing not possessing not possessing christ in their life yeah i know christ i know jesus i know i i know him I I I I know I know of him, but you don't know him personally. You don't believe in it personally. You just going about what everybody else is saying, right? So let me go to the scriptures, and then I'm going to start the show. Hebrews nine twenty two. That without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Then I have another one. Let me hit you with this one. Isaiah 53. One of my favorite scriptures. 53, and I'm going to start at the third verse. He was, he was despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid as if we're, we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. <laughs> Ain't that super hot and dynamite? Because God's word can't lie, right? You knew that from Numbers twenty-three nineteen, right? And then this scripture is telling you what he did for us and what he can do for you, right, by the suffering that he went through, right? Second Timothy three sixteen and 17. And then what? Hebrews 9, 22 tells you that without the shedding of his blood, there's no remission of sin. <laughs> and then we jump back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and 7. It says, trust in the Lord. Trust that he was wounded and bruised for our transgressions and iniquities trust that believe that believe it because the bible says, without faith it's impossible to please god and then the bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen you didn't see this going on you didn't see the the, the crucifixion you didn't see him being nailed to the cross but with the hope you hope because with everything that's going on in this world, you hope that this is true. So you believe, you want to believe in a, a hope that this is it. He did it. He died for our sins. Which brings me to my show. I don't have a title for it yet. I'll probably get the title in the middle. But... The scripture for tonight's show is John 
3.16. Everybody knows this scripture. John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. 17 verse, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now that word might is up to you, either or. Do you want to, do you want him to save you or you don't want to be bothered? You just, I'll, I'll pass on him. I'll pass on the everlasting life. <laughs> I'll pass on that, that so love. How much, how do he love you? He Love, so love the world. I'll pass on that. Cheating yourself. You're cheating yourself out of a love. You're cheating yourself out of everlasting life. You know? And then I'm going to go to Acts 1 and 8. It says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and ye shall be my witness unto me both into Jerusalem and all Judea and in all all the parts of the world right now check that out you have love everlasting life then he gives you power. Then he gives you the Holy Ghost. Right? Look what you got. Look what you got. That's the title. Just came to me. The title of today's show is Look What You Got. Look what you get when you have Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Intelligence, because I didn't have a title. But I just got the title because the Holy Ghost just gave it to me. Look what you have in Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. Look what you have. Now, now tonight's show, I'm going to talk about a, a, a person who, who didn't have all this. But what he was trying to do, he was trying to acquire it with, with money. He was trying to buy it. Yo, man, yo, let me get, let me get some of that. I'll pay for it. But he couldn't pay for it because he didn't. It's not that you can buy it. It's, it's free. But the only way you can get it is through Jesus Christ. He has to give it to you. You have to want it. But you have to want it for righteousness, not deceitfulness. Not for darkness. You got to want it for righteousness. Right? Which leads me to my story. Let's go to Acts 8 chapter and the 18th verse. Now this is Simon. Not Simon Peter. This is Simon. Simon, Simon was a, a sorcerer. Simon was, he, he was in... So he was he was amazing the people in Samaritan, and you know they all paid attention to him because he was he was telling them that he was the greatest, and and you know he was a great power of God, but he was a fake. You know, what I'm saying because he was amazing them with sorceries. He 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 was doing tricks. He was doing all of this stuff. Oh, look at this hand is quicker than the the eye. The hand is quicker than the eye. You know, doing the little magic tricks and and stuff. So the people were sitting around watching him. Right. So then now, when the when Peter and them came. And they was laying hands on people. And they was being healed. They was receiving the Holy Ghost. Right? They was like, he was like, oh man, <laughs> I want some of that. I want some of what Peter and John is, is giving out. Oh, I want some. And then the 18th verse says, 
Acts 8, 18. Get your pens, write it down, read it later. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also that anyone I lay hands on I may, they may receive the Holy Spirit. She would have said, give me this power also so that anyone, anyone I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter told him, may your silver be destroyed with you because you thought you can obtain the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this matter because your heart is not right before God. Therefore, repent of this wickedness of your and of yours and pray to the Lord that if possible, your heart's intent may be forgiven. 23rd verse 4, I see you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by wickedness. I pray to the Lord, pray to the Lord for me, Simon replied, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. 25th verse, so after they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord. They traveled back to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Now, Simon wanted this gift of laying on hands and, and people getting the Holy Ghost. But they was like, you can't buy this. You can't purchase this. Because if you, if you, if you purchase this, you're going to be, if you, you buy this with money and your heart is not right, please, you be giving, you be giving the, the, the biggest sinner, the Holy Ghost, laying hands on the, the biggest drug dealer. And, and he get the Holy Ghost. And you know what the Holy Ghost is? The Holy Ghost leads you in all righteousness. But he, but but imagine you give that, and these guys in the Holy Ghost is working for the enemy, which he will not. I won't even say that. I was getting ready to go somewhere, but you you like like yo man, where's the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost is not going to dwell in no unclean vessel. Yo man, you just I just paid you money, man. Where's the? Because then now what what's going to happen is that he's going to be selling it he's going to be like okay listen pay me five hundred dollars and i'll lay hands on you and you will receive the holy ghost after god said in john three sixteen, so god so loved the world that he gave he gave his only begotten son See what he did? He he gave his son that he loved so much, but he loved the world more than that. Yeah, he loved his son, but he loved the world more than he loved his son because he gave up his son. His son gave up his life. So then now, you know, when you close your eyes and you look at it, can you imagine that conversation up in heaven. Can you imagine them speaking? Well, Dad, the world is going crazy after after Adam and Eve, that episode with them, and they ate up the fruit. He said, sin is just going rampant. I know, son. But then what are we going to do? I got a plan set in order. And it involves you. Oh yes, I'll be happy to. I'll be happy to go down there to help out. What do you want me to do? Well, son, it involves your life. Okay. What about my life? You're gonna have to give it up. Okay. Okay. I love them just as much as you love, Dad. I, I I'm about your business. Whatever you want me to do. Not my will. Thy will be done. Okay, son. What I need you to do, I need you to go down there. And I just want you to give your life away. 
give yourself to people. I want you to go down in and heal the sick. Mend the brokenhearted. I just want you to go down here and, and draw people. I want them to come to you and you send them to me. All right, son? Yes, dad. Yes. And don't worry about how much it costs because you're going to pay for it in blood. You're going to pay for it in suffering. Don't worry about it. Okay, dad. Can you imagine that conversation? And then he came down and he did exactly what his father told him. They were like, oh my God, where's Jesus? He's somewhere praying. He's praying and he's getting instructions from his father. Then when it came time, came time for him to go and give his life, he did it. He did it. And nobody paid him. Okay, I gave my life. I died on the cross. Who's going to pay me? Ain't nobody paid him. He gave his life for love of humanity. Can you imagine? Hey, uh, okay, God, I didn't get a down payment, so I'm not going to the cross. Until I get that down payment, then I'm going to go to the cross. No, look what you get in Jesus, look what you get for free in Jesus. He gave his life. So now he says, okay, I give my life. No man take my life. I lay it down. <laughs> he laid down for us. Just think about that. Just think about that. If you, if you had to give up your life. For somebody to live. Just think about that. Would you do it? Would you say. Yes. Give up your life. You know. Our husbands. Us men. Will we give up our lives for our wives? You know. Take the hit. So your wife can live. Take that bullet. So she can. Breathe another day. What would we do? Nah, man, nah, man. I don't, I don't live like that. You know, I can always find me somebody. No, what would you do, ladies? Would you lay down your life for your husbands, fathers? Would you lay down your life for your child, your son, and your daughters, brothers? Would you do that for your brothers or your sisters? Sisters, would you do that for your sister or your brother? Aunts and uncles, would you do that for grandma? Would you do that for your neighbor? Ooh, that's a good one. Would you do that for your neighbor? Nah, man, I ain't doing that. My neighbor, he's a Jewish guy. I ain't doing that. Because he wouldn't do it for me. But the Bible tells you to love one another. Love him as if he's yourself. Look what you get in Christ. He gives you all of this love for free. And what he wants you to do, he wants you to in turn be like him. But the only way you can be like him is you got to give your life to him. That's all it costs. And he already says that your life is priceless to him because if your life wasn't priceless then he wouldn't have died so your life is priceless so he dies for you and he frees you from sin so now what he, he wants you to do in turn is to give your life to him nah man that's too much man i want to go out there and do no, give him your life. Look what you get. Look what you get through Christ. Eternal life. Eternal security. You don't have to worry about the, the worms eating up your flesh. Torment. Because let me tell you something. Let me plant this seed into, into, the, into the hearts. 
if you're not on the Lord's side, then you're on the enemy's side. If you're not on the victimonious side, then you're on the losing side. Remember last week I told you, I says, uh, the tricks are in the treat. When you're thinking you're getting all, all that lovely treat, oh, man, it can't get no better. I make all of this money. Treat, yo, I got all the girls. Treat, I got the flies car. Treat, I even got a boat. I got a boat. Treat, yo, I got, I got all the money in the world. That's a treat, yo, I got a nice house. Treat, yo. I got the best vacation place there is. Treat. I got the best wife. I got the best husband. But if they don't know the Lord, and if they're not trying to get you to know the Lord, then it's a trick. Right? Last week, the tricks that treat us, the treats that trick us. But then look, what you have in the one who love you forever and ever and ever and ever. Just think about that. Pause and say, and take a deep breath and say, my God, do he love me like that? Yes, he do. Love you before you was even born that he died for you. So what you... What you gonna do? Look at what you get. He says, let not your heart be troubled. He didn't say, let your heart be troubled. He said, let not your heart be troubled. He says, you believe in God, believe also in me. So then now, pause there and go back to Proverbs 3, 5 and 7. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean out to your own understanding, right? Let not your heart be troubled. That's what he's telling you. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. And I've said this plenty times before. If the God of your salvation, the God of this world, the God who came down here and, and, and shed his blood for you, healing the sick, raising the dead, performing many miracles, the ladies with the issue of the blood, the man that was bent over for 38 years, the man that was at the, the pool of Bethesda, he told them to take up their bed and walk. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. The greatest, that's why I call him the greatest. And guess what? He says, I go to prepare a place for you, so take another mental imagination and say what type of place is he preparing for me mm. and you know whatever whatever he prepares for you it's going to be you know how they say it's going to be dope yeah that's going to be dope it's going to be so Nice. Very nice. He said that where I am, that you will be, I will come again, and you that's where you're going to be at. And then, I've been on this kick, I've been on this for the last couple of weeks. In Thessalonians 5.17, it says, In the Lord himself <laughs> shall descend. With the voice of an archangel. He's coming back to get us. Himself. <laughs> Trust him. Look what you get. Look look what you get. You get you get a, a, a security. You get eternal security. You first first you get saved. You get rescued. Ransom paid. Rescue. Right? No money there. You ain't gotta pay no money. If you owe money, he pays it up for you, right? Ransom paid, right? Then after your ransom is paid, then he saves you. He's already saved you. Then he he gives you 
eternal life. He gives you an insurance plan. Uh, I'll give you this. I got, I got, I give you some power. I'm going to wash you up. I want you to be the light in the world for me. I want you to tell people. I want you to tell them about what I did for you. Your own personal testimonies. I want you to be, be able to say, God did it. But God, you know the jargons, but God, God did it. And then what's going to happen? They're going to say, yeah, they're going to plant seeds just like I'm planting seeds. And they're going to be like, oh, wow. Tell me more. Then you tell them more. Then you tell them more. The more you grow in God, the more he do for you, the more you're going to be able to tell other people more you're going to be able to express to them how great he is. The more you're going to be able to express to them how, how much he's done for you. <laughs> and what he can do for them also. That you don't want to be, you're not going to be selfish with it. You're going to, you're not going to be stingy with it. You're going to, Give it to somebody else. You're going to spread it. You're going to take that. And you're going to give it to whoever wants. Whosoever will. Whoever. That has an ear to hear. Let them hear. And they harden out their hearts. And they choose. They choose. And they choose. And say, I want the Lord. I want what you got. I want that eternal salvation. I just want his love. See, what we do, we make, we put too much emphasis of, I want to get to heaven. I don't want to be lost. I, 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 I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to, but then you should put everything on. Look what I got. It's a love he loved me so much. Yeah, heaven, that's the perks. Yeah, I got power. Holy Ghost, the, the, the Mr. Intelligence, the one who's going to lead me in all righteousness. I have all of that. But the reason why you got that is because of love. Ain't no money. No money can't buy. They can say money can't buy me love. Money can't buy you real love. You got that fake love where people be out there. They be like, yeah, mm -hmm. ooh, ooh, he got millions. Ooh, she got millions. Oh, wow. She own all of that. And they don't really love them. They, they love the money. They love the perks. This your house? What? Oh, my God. This your vacation? House? That's your car. And they fall in love with the perks, with the materialistic things. But with Jesus Christ, you fall in love because he loves you. See, it's one thing when you fall in love with what people have. I love you. <laughs> but then when you fall in love for who the person is, I love you. You fall in love with the person because of what they do for you. Oh my gosh. Out of genuine acts, you do it because, oh, you know, my wife, she she cooks my food. She she makes this salad. And it's like, it's not like she's being made to do it. It's like she do it because she know it pleases me. So it's like, well, okay, I'll... Love her, she'll love me because she'll say, you do so much. Oh, you! I need you to drop me to the sta train station. Oh, I need you to do this. And it's like, okay, no problem. It's no complaining. It's none of that. It's like, okay, come on, let's go. All right. It's like second nature. You breathe and it's no problem. That's what you got to do when it comes down to love. Love is like, you're breathing. You know? It's like 
Yes, dear. Yes, I love you. That's how much God is. He loves you because he laid on his life for you. <laughs> he laid on his life. My wife said, I made the salad. I told her, I said, no, babe, go to bed. You ain't got to make the salad. And I got up in the morning. Salad was made. She said, I made it early this morning. And it takes at least half an hour to make the salad. The salad, raw salad, lettuce, tomatoes, beets, nuts, cucumbers, black olives. Sounds good, right? But you can't have none. <laughs> you can't have none. That's the love that, that she has for me. And the love that Jesus got for us. Look what you get in him. Look what you get. And it's like, well, to pass that up. Can you imagine? Imagine, look, guys, remember, guys and girls, remember when you was in high school. You was in high school. And the girl that you passed up on, she had a crush on you. He had a crush on you. And you passed up on them. And you see them 20, 30 years down the line. And they look good and you said to us and you say to yourself wow wow i remember when she used to have a crush on me look at her man oh man what if i would have got with her and then you 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 sit and you talk yeah so how you doing oh man i'm married and and I got like six kids and this and that, you know, and she's telling you how about her full life she had. Oh, yeah, I did this. I did this. I worked this. Da, da, da. And my husband, he does this. Da, da, da. And we have two or three homes. We did, da, da. And then you start saying, man, that could have been, that could have been me. We could have been, we could have did that. I wonder how your life would have turned around, turned out if you would have got with her but you didn't like her because you had somebody else you didn't like him because you was looking at somebody else <laughs> that's what Simon was doing Simon the sorcerer he was looking at, oh I want what they got but he didn't, he didn't really want to put in the work he didn't really want to do what he had to do to get it what he did what he had to do was to repent that's all he had to do was, was to repent and, and give his life to the Lord and ask the Lord to come into his life, come into his heart, fill him with his Holy Ghost. Lord, fill me. And that's what we do as saints of God. When we, when we do that about faith and we don't want to go down that road of sin and we do that about faith and we're walking up the king's highway, we're like... I don't want that no more. I want whatever God has for me. And the higher and higher you get there, the more and more you want him because you're like, Lord, I'm going through so much. Lord, but I know you love me and I know you're going to take care of me. And the more and more you pray and the more and more you read, the more you get understanding, the more and more you get that passion for him, the more the relation grow. And you'll say, oh my God, Lord, I... I thank you for ever saving me. Because good, check this out. He didn't have to do it. You know that jargon. He didn't have to do it, but he did. He did not have to do it. It could have been stipulations with this. Well, you know what? You you get, I'll save you, but you got to do this. The only stipulation in this here life of salvation is you have to stop sinning. That's the only stipulation. And to me, that's not really a big thing. It is because the way the enemy makes sin, sin is glamorous. Sin is a treat that tricks you into death and damnation. Sin is going to kill you if you keep on. Because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. So, 
what you do, you like, I'll give up all of that. That's the only catch. Turn around from your wicked ways. That's the only way you're going to be a new new creature, a new man, a new person. You got to turn away from those wicked ways. You got to turn around, turn about face and go to exact opposite of what you used to do. What you used to do. And then you grow, you grow, and you grow, and you grow in, in grace, and you grow in God. You, you be like, oh my gosh. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. You can't save up no money. You can't say, okay, let me call somebody, a, da- a dari, and they, they, they pray you out of purgatory. They pray a dead loved one, and and they pay a a priest to pay somebody out of purgatory, which is insane. It's just not going to happen. After Jesus died on the cross, and he paid the price with his life, then it's like all you have to do is get on your knees and say, "Lord, forgive me." We don't even have to go through sacrifices. Remember, he said. Well, we didn't have to do in the in the days of, of Moses and the kings in the Old Testaments. What they had to do, they had to do animal sacrifice. But in the New Testament, after Jesus came along and he died, all we have to do is give our bodies as living sacrifices. Holy and acceptable unto God. I tell you, look what we get in him. Simon was trying to buy. He was trying to buy that so he can lay hands and somebody can catch the Holy Spirit. But see, let me tell y'all, saints of God, you don't have to do that. You don't have to pay no money. It is free. You get on your knees and you repent. You 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 accept the Lord's His promises into your life. You accept Him for who He is, not for what He can do for you. You accept Him because you know He has a plan for you. You accept everything that He has. Go tell somebody. Here, go tell somebody about our Lord. He might use you to to be a preacher, use you to be a teacher. He might even use you just to be somebody out there giving out food to the homeless, clothes to them. It's like the Bible said, we are one body. Each part of the body has a different function. So we are the body of Christ. We have a different function. The feet can't be the eye. The fingers can't be the ear. <laughs> you know? So it's like we we have to work for the cause of Christ. After he saved us, gave his life, we don't have to say, okay, I got to work and and pay up that money. Christ is not. You got to pay off your debt. For what I did know. You have to. Love him. It's just like a, a husband and a wife. I don't be saying yeah. You got you to gotta pay up that money. Because you know I married you. You got to pay. No it's not that type of arrangement. The type of arrangement we have. We have. We have is that. I love her and she loves me. And what we're going to do, we're going to continue loving each other until death do us part or until Christ comes. (laughs) And that's what we need to do as saints of God. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. That's all. That's all we have to do. So we have to do. 
Just think about the cross. Think about the cross. Think about the pain he endured. Flogging. They flogged him all night long. They whipped him, beat him all night long. Roman soldiers was beating him all night long. Cat nine tails hitting his back, ripping the flesh up off of him. And he didn't say a mumbling word. Because God so loved the world. And that the son that he gave, he so loved the world also. That's why he did what he did. Look what you get in him. <laughs> you can't buy it. You can't buy it, but I suggest you try it. Try it out for free. You know how they let you test drive a car? You test drive a car. If you don't like it, you hand the man back the keys. And what you do, you leave, you leave that lot. Right here, you can't buy it, but you can definitely try him. And take him for take him for a spin. And I'm guaranteed if you take him for a spin, you ain't gonna wanna bring him back. <laughs> if you let him love you the way he supposed to the way you supposed to let him love you, then huh. Y'all start loving each other. Loving each other. So you can't buy this. You can't buy this gospel. You can't buy this healing power. You can't buy the laying up hands and, and, and the Holy Ghost fall. You can't buy that. You can't buy speaking in tongues. You can't buy none of that. It's given to you. You know why it's given to you? Because if you want it, he gives it to you. If you want Christ, then he starts giving you stuff. He starts giving you spiritual things. Because once you want Christ, that's when the enemy starts to kill you. He starts working on taking your life. He's gonna, he was working on it anyway when you was in sin. But once you give your life to Christ. He starts. You it is war, pandemonium, because he is trying to take your life. And that's a funny thing. Jesus already paid his life for your life. So why would you mess with somebody who wants you to die for him? That don't make sense. You die for him when Jesus already died for you. Price is already paid. And then you can't, no matter how much money there is, Jeff Bezos, the richest, the richest guys in the world, trillionaires, billionaires, they can't afford this salvation. They can't buy this salvation. Because it's not for sale. It's given to you. It is given to you. It is given to you. So, let's pray. I'm going to pray that, that God, that you allow God to love you the way he wants to love you. And there's no tricks here. This is all the way live. Let him love you, saints of God. Let him love you. If you don't know the Lord, let him love you. Let him wash you in his precious blood. Let him give you that comforter. Because he won't leave you comfortless. Let him give you that comforter. You get you and him. Get that relationship and then y'all. Form a prayer. It'll be like a prayer schedule, Lord. And you be praying to him all the time. Lord, I 
needs you, Lord. Help me, Lord. I thank you. Lord, I bless your name. That's what you got to do. Bless them, bless them, bless them. A friend of mine's had a, a stroke blood on the brain. But thank God, God is healing him. He's healing him. Thank God. Another friend of mine, his, his grandmother was 82 years old. 40, her heart was 40% blocked. He did a surgery and, and, and she's in recovery. God bless her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Attitude of gratitude. And you can't pay for that. You cannot pay for this. When God steps in and do things, it's priceless. It's priceless. So let's pray. I'm going to pray now for y'all to love the Lord with all your heart because he loves you with all his heart, mind, and soul. So, Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for a word of love, for you being the ultimate sacrifice, for you being the one who loved us literally to death, loved us to shed his blood, to put our sins in remissions. <laughs> awesome God that you are. Awesome Father that orchestrated this to send down your son to, to save us. Look what we got in you. Look what we have. You are just amazing, Lord, and I thank you. And I pray those that don't know you, when they hear that knocking and their hearts, Father, that they don't harden up their hearts, that they just let you in. They open the door and let you in. Lord Jesus, I know Everybody then heard something about you, Lord Jesus. Their grandmother, their mother, their father, grandfather. And they tell them about the goodness of Jesus. <laughs> Father, we just thank you. We thank you and we just praise you. And give your name all the praise, honor, and glory is yours because you are extraordinary. And I thank you and I just give your name all the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Planting the Seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com. Write me a letter at James Edward Lamb III, forward slash Planting the Seeds, at P.O. Box. 30207 Brooklyn, New York 11203-0207 Or you can just go to my Planting the Seeds Linktree page and find everything about me there. Also, I want you to join me every Tuesday. Yes, every Tuesday on the Bible Chat channel. Right? Take down this number. Every week we talk about the word of the Lord. We talk about him and we give him praise and honor and glory on this here channel. And the number is 667-770-1557. The access code is 593-438. But remember that number, right? Thursday and Friday night also, my brother Darren be on the line and he be preaching the word of God. We do prayer requests testimonies come on join us it's like we have a church online the number again is 667-770-1557-593-438 and let me tell you about some of my praying sisters right 5 a.m monday to friday right zoom call come on don't put the video on just come on 379-598-0473 Password is 984917. Come on, get up, seek the Lord early in the morning. Join us and pray with us, right? And then 
another Zoom call. Remember, you don't have to put the, the video on, but join us 6 to 6.30 every Monday and Friday only. Zoom, 946-2492-1222. Password is 49956. Seven. Come on, join us. More power, more prayer. Iron shopping, iron. So have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day in the Lord with your hands in His. And remember, always remember this. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Not yours, because you're not strong enough.